1240 AM WSBC. Welcome back, folks, to another week of yes. the Hooli's Hooli Radio Hour. This show is presented to you by the Cork and Carry Irish Pub. Two of them in Chicagoland. One in the Beverly neighborhood, one in the Bridgeport neighborhood. Yep. Both equally great. Fox's Beverly Pizza, finest thin crust pizza on Western Avenue That's in right. the Beverly neighborhood. That is right. Go get yourself some today. Ask for Ryan Fox. Tell him that you're big fans of the show. Get a za. Get a za. Might hook you up. They might put something special on your za. Maybe give you a free toothpick. Right. You know, you want a sausage pizza with a, a couple thousand dollar bills on it. You never know. Oh, whoa. Flood Brothers Disposal. You got garbage problems? Get those. Get rid of those leaves. Only one guy to call. The floods. Yep. yep. Call the floods today. Uh, flood. Uh, uh, Madden funds. Yep. If you have any financial issues, call the Maddens. You have a lot of dough. You want to put it somewhere safe. You want to make it grow. Consult with Tim or Dan Madden That's today. That's right. Call those guys. Guinness Irish Stout. Guinness is good for you. Yeah. My name is Patty Houlihan. I'll be your host all hour. Joining me as always, uh, back to oh, my left up? here. Hello. Twin brother Billy. Billy, hi. Greetings and salutations. Thank you. And, and of course, our producer, Mike Sarkowski, providing all the upfront music and bumps that we could uh, ever imagine on this silly, silly show. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, everybody. Another week. feel like I'm kind of... This weather has been so oh, nice. I know. It's eerie, though. You it know? is. It's like an it's omen. Like, when are we going to get slapped? When, when are, we gonna... are we getting slapped? With what? Mother uh, Winter. Mother, mother Winter? Is there uh, a Mother Winter? I don't know if there is a Mother Winter. It just sounds like... like the name of a Danzig album or something, you know? Father Winter? Father, yes. Well, we had Mother Winter was our first album, and then we followed it up with Father Winter. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, whenever it gets like this, I'm like, are we just going to get smoked in January and February? Fair play. Like, you know, people used to refer but to the I Farmer's don't... Almanac. That's right. Right? I don't know what the Farmer's Almanac says this year. No, but, I'm but not it, really. it does feel... Odd, you know. Yeah. The I'm Bear, not in stock. The Chicago Bears quarterback all of a sudden has emerged as a, a superstar. Weird things happen in Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's in, and then it's seventy odd degrees yeah. in November. Although it's beautiful, Jose Abreu might be a Cub. He, yes, oh, it's know? insane. Yeah, you know, yeah. but nonetheless, the leaves are beautiful. The right. weather is serene. Yeah, uh, and and it's the, it, it is kind of omen like. I went outside today and I was like, this is weird. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't help but want to go out. Things are good. Mm-hmm. Took a drive today. Yeah. You know, uh, my daughter Charlotte is at the age where she's looking at high schools, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I've received some literature in the mail, and obviously there are many different high schools to choose from, yes. right? She can go to the public school in town, or she can go to the, the private all-girls Catholic high school, which is nearby us. Mm-hmm. And then there's the option of going away somewhere. Not an option I ever had as a child, right? Financially yeah. or anything like that. No, we were just shipped off to the South Side. We were. We went to Mount Carmel <laughs> High School. It's like, you're out. Well, we, we went to we went to a high school away from where we grew up, a 45-minute drive. Yeah. So it's not foreign to me for my any of my own children to want to go to a school that's a little further away. No, it's a it's you learn a lot. Yeah. For sure, it's part of growing up. But yeah. anyway, the idea of um this boarding school came up. I got a piece of literature about it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's another all-girls Catholic boarding school, right? right. And I was like, I want to check this out, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I'm an artist, and uh, I said, maybe we can get a scholarship somehow for Charlotte and just, like, let's just go take a look at this world, right? Yeah. How cool was it? I mean, I got there. It was like being in Rushmore, 
you know, sure. for the film Rushmore. And yeah. I wasn't sure how, you know, I've said to my- waiting for Brian Cox to come out of an office somewhere? Yes, drinking coffee and, and, and you yeah. know, uh, absolutely. There wasn't, I didn't see any Max Fisher types. Yeah, I was saying, you was know? there any female Max Fishers? No, this is an all, well, you get that vibe, you know, like yeah. the, the girls, it's a boarding school, all the kids live there. Right. You know, but they all seem to really enjoy it, you yeah. know, and I was like, this is an interesting spot and it's beautiful, you know? Yeah. But they're all in uniform and I'm like, are these girls putting an act on? Do they really all like each other that much? Yeah. And then you discover that the school is so small. There's only like a hundred and like 40 students in the whole school. So there's not a lot of room for you to be a jerk, right? Like if you're a jerk, everyone in the school is going to turn on you. Right. So sure. I think I think there is a level of community at the, at the school where the girls actually do kind of get along. And, and uh, it's like they get. Yeah. Mike Sarkowski has a picture of it pulled up right now. I'm not going to mention the name of the school just for the safety of everyone listening, but uh, not everyone listening. My own family. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. The safety of my family. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but beautiful, serene uh, place. And we went there and uh, it was interesting to see because Charlotte goes to a public school right now and then to take her into that environment. But Charlotte's also been a part of a Catholic school before as well. Yeah. But she also goes to an all-girls camp away every summer. So the idea of, like, maybe meshing the two of those was not lost on me. I was like, let's go check it out. You might like it, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was interesting to watch her. And then she showed up, and she had her T-shirt on with the logo from the camp that she went to in the summertime. Mm -hmm. And one of the girls was like, oh, do you go to that camp? I know there's a bunch of girls that go to that camp and go to school here. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, Networking. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. And then I was like, Where's the, how do we find out about going for no money? Yeah. <laughs> you know, where, where's the scholarship portion? Did they have a uh, designated smokers area? Yeah, they did not. They, I didn't say, you know what, listen, I love this place. Can I go outside yeah. and have a butt? I'll be right back. I'm going to go smoke a heater. <laughs> you know, what if they said we have- My we, kid's a great kid. Right. They, don't don't judge her based on my cigarette addiction. Well, there might have been a guy who- Well, it, it was refreshing because I met- <laughs> You do think, you know, I've never, I, I would, I got imposter syndrome at like a boarding school, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm waiting for the Shrivers and the Kennedys to show up. And people like, you know, like, what, right. what, why am I here? This is insane. Right. It's like Chris O'Donnell in Scent of a Woman. I'm, I'm, I'm the Chris O'Donnell kid, you know? Yeah. And I said to Charlotte, I go, if you end up going to a school like this and by some odd miracle, they say you can go and, and give you a ton of aid. Yeah. Um, you will be the Chris O'Donnell kid, probably, right? Unless she's like, she's like, I've never seen Scent of a Woman. I was like, who? I was like, we're gonna have a hell of a weekend, you know? Oh, okay. I've got it all lined up. I said, Charlotte, we're gonna watch Rushmore. We're gonna watch Scent of a Woman, and then we'll watch Lady Bird. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, no, uh, no Dead Poets Society or. Um... Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. That maybe back to school with Rodney Dangerfield. Thank you, Mike. Maybe a little school ties. School ties. I was gonna say that you Brendan know? Fraser. Right. Ooh. Isn't it funny how Hollywood loved to steer into the private, you know, boarding school genre? There's probably more boarding school genre films than there are like public high What's school. What's the theme uh, films. movie where Rob Lowe? Uh, Class is the name oh, of the yeah. film. Is that the one where he's uh, sneaking around with Andrew McCarthy's mom? Yes, I think so. Yes, Andrew McCarthy's mom. Oh my oh, wow. God! Boy, who played her? her? Yeah, in class. I yeah. forget she was British. Something yeah. of that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Who is it? Jackie Bassett. Oh, wow. Yes. I, I don't know what she did after class. I said that's one of the things I went outside. I said I'd have to have a cigarette and think about Jackie Bassett for a moment. <laughs> Lovely campus you have. Yeah.
when I arrived, mm-hmm. you know, they had cheese and sushi out. And, oh, uh, yeah, they had. You know, everybody likes cheese and sushi. Sushi rolls, or yeah, they were rolls. No, did Dad go with you to this? Yeah, he's not a sushi roll guy. Is no, he? he's not. But he went for it anyway because he's a food guy. Period. <laughs> you know, was he just jamming sushi rolls down his throat? No, not until the oh. end when we were walking out. He's like, let me okay. grab some of these. Yeah, uh, Mike Sarkowski has a wonderful <laughs> note. Sushi and cheese sounds quite gurgly. Uh, yes. <laughs> There is high potential for gurgler on 294 on the way home after <laughs> oh, lots wow. of cheese and sushi. Yeah. High potential. Yeah. I was willing to take that risk, though. Yeah. Um, Actually, if you had a gurgler there, the facilities would be quite nice, I would imagine. If I had a gurgler at, uh, <laughs> at uh, I can't say the name of the school. The boarding school? We're gonna, what, what, what should we call the boarding school, since this is going to be the boarding school-themed uh, show this week? I don't know. Uh, I think you're losing out on something. What's that? Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips Academy <laughs> Academy for Girls. Oh, LDP for Girls. Yes. So tonight we will refer to the school as the Lou Diamond Phillips Academy for Girls. Wow. Uh, are they also the running Sutherlands? They are the running Sutherlands oh, wow. for, okay. for tonight only. So I took Charlotte to take a look at uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. LDP Catholic. LDP girls. Catholic for Girls. Um, and she was into it. But while cool. I was there, I met the, oh, met one of the teachers from LDP Catholic. And, um, you know, he introduced himself at the top. He goes, oh, I grew up in the patch. I'm from Berwyn. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I met the dean, one yeah. of the girls, who's, w- women, who's the dean there. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I grew up near you, too. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm from your neighborhood. I, I get it. You know, and I was yeah. like, oh, interesting. So even if Charlotte were to decide on a school like that, I think there's enough people that would make her feel like she's kind of at home. They, they re- relate to her. She could relate to them and, and have a frame of reference to talk about. Sure. So it was kind of, you know, but the whole idea of my daughter going into high school now is like really starting to hit me. Mm-hmm. And it really, it, it didn't hit me last year, even though, you know, I sh- it should have been. But like now it's getting close to like entrance exam time, you know. Yep. And I'm like, oh, man, this is getting, this is real. Yeah. You know, I'm like, what do you want to do? Life doesn't you know? stop. I'm like, Charlotte, what do you want to do? You know? Yeah. You're, you're going to tell me what you want to do, and then I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Which is, I mean, and we're going to try to find a ground in the middle somewhere. Sure. I don't know. Anyway, that's been my night so far. And, uh, okay. Uh, let's take a commercial break. It's the, it's, we're right there, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you ever want to chop it up, talk about where you're going to send your kids to high school. Yeah. There's a good place to do that over a few cocktails, right? Yes. If you're yeah. out in the Beverly neighborhood or Bridgeport neighborhood, you can yeah. go to the Cork and Carry and you can talk all talk all things Catholic private schools, man. Goes on there a lot, I'm sure. Every night. This show's presented by him. We'll be back. On the Death Walk of Saloons that decorate Western Avenue, only the Cork and Carry Irish Pub, the soul of Beverly, sits right on a 50-yard line of Chicago's Southside Irish St. Patrick's Day Parade at 106th and Western. Generations of Southside Irish have quenched their thirst in the cork, snuggling up to memories of family faith and fierce loyalty to friends. It's the jewel of this neighborhood where we celebrated weddings, christenings, wakes, and unforgettable victories. Proprietors Bill Guidey and Mike Fitzpatrick now celebrating 20 years in business welcome you home for a cold brew to share a good story or help you throw one hell of a party. With over 20 beers on tap and a full bar for your pleasure, this is the spot you can sink a root and get your Irish on. 
Cork has plenty of seating, from our private event rooms to our 300-person beer garden. Our interior space brings you back to the homeland of Ireland with our vintage photos and authentic Irish decor and Chicago memories of the good old days. So say hello to a stranger, make a new friend, fall in love, or just enjoy the company of people you forgot you knew. The Cork and Kerry continues the Southside tradition parents and grandparents brought here from the old country. Come on by the Cork and Kerry and get some. The Cork and Kerry Irish Pub, 10614 Southwestern Avenue, for private parties, just pals hanging out, or intimate cocktail rendezvous. Come on home to the south side of Chicago at the Cork and Kerry. Hey, listeners, I know we don't talk about finance much on this show, outside maybe the amazing Bitcoin the musical, which we currently have in development. But I do want to take a moment and tell you about two brothers who make this show possible and why you should consider having an honest conversation with them about the future of your finances. Mike and Dan Madden are the brains behind Madden Funds. They've been lifelong friends to Bill Clay and me, and we entrust the Maddens with our money and the precious donations of our listeners so we don't let outrageous ideas get the best of us. And you should too. Do yourself a favor and reach out to Dan or Mike Madden today to book a consultation on the future of your finances. If you have questions about your financial future or current situation, give them a call. The number is 708-848-3200. Again, that number is 708-848-3200. Or you can visit their website, Madden Funds, at www.maddenfunds.com. Again, www.maddenfunds.com. When your family has suffered a loss, the Sheehy family will be there for you. Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Homes are third generation family owned and operated. The Sheehy family has dedicated many years of their lives serving families throughout Chicago and the Southwest suburbs. The Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Home was incorporated in 1913 as a storefront at 76th and Halsted Street in Chicago. At the time, this was one of the few standalone funeral homes of its kind and was to be the first of many to come bearing the Sheehy name. The founder, Roger Sheehy Sr., was soon joined in business by his three sons, Roger Jr., Jack, and Bob. The four provided a personal service that became a foundation for success. This trademark of service is evident 98 years later as Bob and Jim Sheehy, third generation, own and operate two locations in Orland Park and Burbank. As a family-owned and operated funeral home, the Sheehys believe the one thing that separates them from the others is the personal service they can provide. The name on their sign outside the funeral home should mean something. For them, it's very important that everyone be treated as if they were family, friend, or neighbor, as they very well could be. The Sheehy's entire staff consists of individuals who care about each and every family they serve. Every detail is handled in a professional and personal manner. On a daily basis, the directors Bill Kiley, Mike Rico, and John Sullivan, and all of their other staff take great, great pride in their work, serving families as if they were their own. The Sheehy's pride themselves on offering the highest level of professionalism with every family they serve. Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Homes, here for you since 1913. Hang in there! We're almost ready for some more of the Hoolies Hoolies. Stay tuned. Chicago Southsiders have always known where to get the best pizza on earth. Fox's Pizza. For over a half century, the Fox family has been creating that delicious thin crust za that your mouth will tell you, this can only be Fox's. It's a Chicago Beverly neighborhood institution at 99th and Western, as well as in South Suburban Orland Park, where they combine delicious food with an Irish pub ambiance. Fox's is owned by Tom and Frank Fox, whose parents, Frank and Therese, bought the Western Avenue location from Al Capone's sister back in 1964. 
The Fox family opened the doors to their Orland Park location in 1973 at 143rd and Ravinia Avenue. Chicagoans will recognize the stone turrets of their Irish castle, where great times have been celebrated for generations. Fox's is perfect for the whole family. Pick up or delivery. Or you can dine in, relax, and have a cocktail with your dinner. Whether it's steak, ribs, chicken, or especially pizza, it's all good. Having a party? Fox's also does catering. Call Fox's in Chicago's Beverly neighborhood at 773-239-3212 or in South Suburban Orland Park at 708-349-2111. Mention this show for a free toothpick. Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with the day-to-day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers is price competitive and still offers the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all the corporate garbage, call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste recycling and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630 1400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Charlotte's graduating soon. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Scary. Yep. And this has been, this is playing in my head all year. <sighs> Especially this part. <laughs> really? Yes. I, I, I kept humming this the entire time when I was at the Academy of Blue Diamond Phillips this afternoon. I kept thinking to myself, this is great. Thank you, Mike. Who Gra- is this chick? This is this is Academy. This is called uh, uh, Your Graduation. Oh, yeah. By Vitamin C. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, she gets kind of... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're graduating. <laughs> <laughs> Time yeah, to get dude. in trouble. Yeah, crazy yep. thing happened to me on the way out there. Oh yeah, uh, and and for our listeners who are just joining us, I, I took my daughter to see a boarding school today, yeah. um, just to go check it out. Why not? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, it's like looking at a mansion you can't afford. You know, right? But, but going possibly maybe if I win lotto next week, yeah. I buy this place. Yeah. Lucky you day know? was a million tonight. We didn't win. Somebody won that one point, the two point four billion Powerball. Oh, yeah, some guy in California. It's crazy that you hold on to things. Like I was thinking the whole week, going, "It's gonna be me. I'm due." You know, if it, if it happens, you're. I was at a Halloween party after we went trick or treating, and yeah. several of the gentlemen at the party were. They had illusions of and, grandeur. These are guys who are already well off. A lot of them, yeah. you know, and they're talking about it. You know, yeah. like, "Well, I do this. Yeah, I'm getting capital gains," and you know, they're uh. throwing out all the lingo. Yeah. And, uh, and anyway, on my way tonight, right, uh, I went to go get a lotto ticket, obviously. Oh. It was lucky days at a mill. Uh, and I said, yeah, I'm okay. I before we go look, you. I said, it's yeah. a long ride out here before we go. <laughs> Need to fantasize a little bit. Yeah, but let's hedge against it a little bit. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's see if I can afford it. Maybe I can, you know, if we win this baby tonight, it's right. all done. Yeah. Uh, so I went and bought a lucky day, and while I'm in there, and I wanted to get a drink, okay? Mm-hmm. Long ride. It's an hour out there. Yeah, I went to Puffs. You ever been to Puffs? I know it well. Yeah, it's, a, it's a cigarette discount, real kind of a sleazy cigarette discount store. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I mean, if I, I can call them out, I mean, they got you know, it's like tobacco products, one hitters, bowls, you know, uh, skin mags, cigar cutters, <laughs> yeah. cigars. Yeah. 
Lighters. Uh, lighters, yeah. Uh, chips, yeah. chocolate, yeah. and uh, Gatorade. <laughs> chips, chocolate, and Gatorade. There it is. Yeah, Mike's pulled a picture up of it. <laughs> Look how sexy the outside of Puffs is. Just says Puffs discount, right? You you always go to places like this because you think that's where you're gonna win Lotto. Of right? course, like oh yeah. I gotta go to like no I'm not going. People win at Puffs. They don't win it over here, so you go to Puffs. So I went to Puffs. <laughs> okay. okay, Puffs for the listeners. I've been Puffs has been around for a long time. Uh, I've, I've it was a very it was a hot spot of ours when we worked for Public Works in River Forest. It yeah, was, when we were in, we going to Puffs after work. When we were in high school, we would go to Puffs during public during our hours working for the River Forest uh, Public Works Department. That's correct. And we'd go to Puffs, and you'd go and and <laughs> you'd go and you'd buy cigarettes as a sixteen year old, of course, and uh, you know. And, and, and take a look a at those skin mags on the corner. <laughs> kind of half look at those. And what are those about? You want what you want? Movie? You should want DVD? Should we get one for the beer party night that we're right. having with you our want, friends? Right. It's like, no, I came in to buy smokes, not a DVD. Relax. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm in puffs, disgusting puffs. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to get a drink. Yeah. And while I'm in there, the his his Pepsi rep, right? The guy's like the guy's got a shirt that says Pepsi. You know, okay. He's got a headset on, okay. and a he's talking. Yeah, he's 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 talking to someone on the headset, but taking orders from the gentleman who owns Puffs. That they're I don't know if he owns Puffs, but he's the the manager. He's of the Puffs. beverage director of Puffs. <laughs> yeah, he's the he's Puffs <laughs> beverage director. You know, yeah, yeah. more Tropicana, more Red Bull. Right. You know, he's telling him exactly what he wants. Sure. Right? The guy's in the middle of being instructed by the the manager at Puffs. Right. He's got mm-hmm. his headset on. And the Puffs guy is going, yeah, okay, give me uh, two uh, pineapple Tropicanas. I need a case of those. I need, and the guy's mm-hmm. going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then in the middle of it, he switches out it in mid-conversation to whoever he's talking to on his headset, right? Okay. I'm on the area. I'm listening in. Right. right. And so the juxtaposition of what this guy says is going to blow your mind, oh, right? Yeah. Only in Puffs, you know? And since when do Pepsi reps talk like this in public, right? <laughs> Okay. Guy goes, you wouldn't believe it. I mean, she's a real nymphomaniac. She loves me. I mean, I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe. You want? What do you want? Two Red Bulls? Yeah. Okay. Let me mark it down here. Two more cases of Red Bull. Oh. So he's having a filthy discussion <laughs> with oh with somebody on the other line. Oh. Loud, so everybody can hear him. You know. And it's like, oh, I'll take a lucky day, and, and congrats to the Pepsi gentleman on dating the nymphomaniac. Right? <laughs> He's the narcissistic Pepsi man. I, I, why is he narcissistic now? Oh, because he wants everybody to know that he dates a nymphomaniac? That's that makes correct. him a narc or a narcissist? I don't know. Sure, why not? Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, thank God, you know, my daughter's not in here. On the way to the boarding school, we stop at Filthy Puffs. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. we're on our way to Lou Diamond Phillips Academy, one of the nicest places in Lake Forest, Illinois. Yeah. And we and we got to go into filthy puffs because Dad wants to play lotto and get a Red Bull. Anyway, it occurred to me. I was like, you know, was the uh, Pepsi guy was he like clean shaven and normal hair, or you know, like what was his other appearance? Flash? No, he, he looked shoes? normal. He, look, he didn't look. He didn't look all that sleazy. But for some odd reason, I think maybe he thought he th- because he's in puffs, he can t- start talking dirty. You know. But anyway, is, is there like a do people think that they can get filthier in those types of stores? I don't but like what kind of person on the job, <coughs> all right? Excuse me. Is having discussions with other people that are about his own sex life 
aloud, like loud and audible so everybody else can hear, you know, like, and then I, you know, then we went here and she took me over and we oh, did the, you know. Oh, it was very, in, um, in, sorry. What <laughs> just happened there? I was trying to think of a word. It was very, um, explorative? In depth, Mike. Says. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, I was looking for that word. <laughs> Real hard. <laughs> Turned into Billy Bob from Sling Blade there. Yeah. It's like, what's hap what just happened to Bill? Yeah. I turned the puff story on and his brain fried. He did. I was not expecting a puff discussion. Because you don't want to get, you, you don't want to, hey, listen, I don't want to, we've been customers of puffs for years. I don't want to throw them under the bus. I don't want to tell them, you know. No, I think the last time I was in puffs, I got two um, Hershey bars for the price of one. Oh. They had a chocolate special on I there. thought you were going to say like two penthouse letters <laughs> and, and no. a cigar, no. you know. Maybe 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's that shocked me, and that, it just occurred to me like the society right. is complete. Like, there's no filter anymore. Also, it occurred to me, and this is a weird thought, mm -hmm. right? When a guy's on the phone and he's bragging to another man, right? I mean, she, this is how, how do you I, know it this, was another man? Well, yeah, was I, it like a real I, tough chick on the other side? Oh, tell oh. me, Johnny, what's your relationship like, Mister Pepsi? Mm -hmm. I'll know? tell you. What, what do you want? Two more Red Bulls? Yeah, <laughs> let me clink it in here. Two more Red Bulls for uh, puffs. Yeah. Oh, she's a real nymphomaniac. You know what I mean? He wouldn't believe it. That's the that's the gist of what happened. That's when you need to use your imagination on who's on the other line. I did, and I thought to myself, you know, I don't know many women, at least, you know, women don't talk to other women like that. Like, you, you wouldn't believe it. I met this guy on Bumble, and guess what? He's a real nymphomaniac. You know, like, she's thrilled about it? You don't there, hear women? There might be. You don't think, I don't know. I, there's, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, his mic has a note. His mom is so proud. She, you know, yeah. His mom's on the phone. Yeah, you know? Hey, man, you wouldn't believe it. I mean, my, my dirty puffs. So I'm going to tell you something dirty right now. <laughs> the girl I met on Bumble, real nymphomaniac. Don't think I'll be bringing her home for well, supper. Just make sure you're here on Sunday, Vito. Mm. Yeah. Oh, he's Vito. Now. I don't know. <laughs> Vito, the Pepsi delivery guy <laughs> at Puffs. Yeah. Dirty foul mouth Vito. Foul mouth Vito. Everybody knows a foul mouth Vito, don't they? Of course they do. How about Justin Fields switching topics? Oh, yeah. Quarter, the Barrett, about that? Am I excited about it? Yeah, I am. And I wanted to bum rap that guy for a long time. Yeah. I was. I have to admit, I was not on the Justin Fields train at all. Uh, and then I saw that game the other day, the last two games. And wow. I guess I wouldn't say I've done a complete 180 in my opinion, but he is pretty dang good. Mm -hmm. uh, and to see somebody do it two two games in a row, like I'll give it to the end of the season, please. Like, you know, like let's see, you know. But a lot of the like sports networks in Chicago are just jumping all over. He's that. good. You know, like who cares if the Bears are terrible now? Their defense stinks. We're you know, let it's all about Fields now. We're gonna watch this match rate, and it's gonna be so special and crazy, and you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, it it was special to see that that Dolphins game last week was. On, I mean, F Fields breaks the record for. Single season rushing or most yard, yard, yards in a game for regular season in right. history and for a quarterback for a quarterback 170 yeah. some odd yards or something like that yeah it was pretty cool it was really cool I mean when when that game started I was like oh we're gonna get destroyed you yeah. know because it started out in kind of a shootout way and I was like the Bears don't have the capability to be in a shootout wrong yeah. you know so that was I mean you, I haven't seen a Bears offense do that maybe ever like where you know the play calling was 
unique and you know uh, you mean you actually felt confident that they could score on any drive I did all of a sudden I was like oh we're gonna get the ball back and score again you know like yeah. very rare in any having been a Bears fan for you know 30 odd years longer yeah. since I was five yeah you know I've never been I've never watched a Bears offense since the 85 Bears where you were looking at a team where like we're gonna score every dang play you know every mm-hmm. every drive um and all of a sudden, Justin Fields gave me that, you know, oh. that, that chip, you know. So maybe I'm going to get real bearsy on us. Well, here's the reality behind it. Um, what is the re? Here's the, the reality. He says the Bulls aren't too great right now either. The you know the, the Cubs were their second half was promising, but they still weren't a winning ball club. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the White Sox broke everyone's hearts as well. So to see a flash of the future. Yeah, with with something that the whole city can rally around, not just Cubs fans for the Cubs, and say you know like everybody can get around this. That was fun to see, especially knowing that with the Blackhawks, our beloved Jonathan Taves and Jonathan Kane. I, I mean, um, Patrick Kane. They're probably on their way out. They're probably going to be traded at some point. You know, mm-hmm. um, so that's why it's like, well, some of our heroes are leaving. Who's the new hero? Um, you know, I thought that. Abreu probably leaving these, you know, the reports are that he's not coming back to the White Sox. Now I'm hearing the Cubs are targeting Jose. Hmm. Imagine such. Yeah. Do you think he'd look good in Cubby Blue? <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. I think he's going to look good in any uniform. Do you think if with. he went to the Cubs, he's got a, he would all of a sudden just get that North Side persona and get his teeth fixed? D- wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> like Abreu gets a new girl yeah. on the North Side? Yes. Uh, he's your first baseman. Um for the Cubs, Mike yeah, has I think a, he's going to be. Good note there. If they get him, I think he's going to be an everyday first baseman. Wow, I don't, you know. But then Anthony Rizzo mm-hmm. opted out of his Yankee deal, so Ooh. now he's a free agent. So he could come back to the Cubs. So he could potentially. I'll take him on the South Side. Rizzo on the South Side. If they if they don't let Jose come back, I'll take Rizzo for sure. Be awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'd be all, all um, for that. He I hit had, a lot of home runs at Comiskey. I had something happen to me. Okay, that hasn't happened to me in. Ever that I can actually think of. Ooh, new experience for Billy. It was a bizarre experience because it happened at probably, I mean, I'm sure it happens all the time, mm-hmm. but it never really had happened to me before. Yes. Um, I was at a work event last night. Okay. And it was an establishment on Wabash Avenue down in the South Loop. And we ordered all these appetizers, we had these drinks, and my Co-worker turns to me and says, do you want to go outside and have a smoke? And I'm like, yeah. Okay. Yes, and, I would, yes. Oh, so we go outside, and we get confronted when, you know, during our, our smoke break by travelers, as you would call them, probably on the street, you know? And this couple comes up to us, and they're like, hey, can I, can I have a cigarette? And I'm like, you know, Explain I— Explain travelers for a moment. What kind of travelers? We're not talking Irish travelers. No, we're talking vagabonds, you know, you could just, you, you, I don't know, you just, you didn't, street people. Yep, yep. And it was like, hey, can I, you know, they're like, hey, can I have, can we have a cigarette? Mm-hmm. And uh, I go, you know, actually, I got, I got like a couple up. No, I'm sorry. I can't I'm help. very, I'm a dedicated can't, smoker. Can't help I, you out there. I, I don't give these and out. And then my counterpart, she's like, no, 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 you know. Um, and... The woman said to me, because I wouldn't give her a cigarette, that I was not going to be blessed. You're not going to be blessed then. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. You by, know? by whom? I don't know. She was going to say bless you? Yeah. And then the guy was like, well, can I get a poll? Uh, and I'm like, oh, yeah, let me just share a cigarette with you on the street right now. I'm like, no. You know? 
Yeah. And then Heidi goes, well, you can have the final few uh, puffs of mine. Yeah. Sorry for blurting her name out, but she she gives him, you know, and that's then, called a short. And it gave her gave the short. Give me your and short. And then because they were rude to me, mm. you know, as they walked away, she said, I have COVID, you know. Just to kind of like, you know, if you're going to be so confident to be rude to us and then takes it like, and then you take a drag of it. So anyways, that goes by. We go back into the restaurant. Your counterpart gave him the short and then the guy <laughs> took a big rip and she goes, I have COVID. Like yeah, that? What yeah. a nice person, huh? I love her. You know, because they were mean to me. Oh, she you was... say Billy's not blessed? Now I'm getting, now I'm going to get in your head. Exactly. We got each other's back, right? Oh. Man. So we go back inside of the restaurant and meet some of our other coworkers. Yes. And... About an hour goes by, and it's time for me to go back out there again. Yeah, well, yeah. cigarette number two, and they're still out there. No, they're gone. Uh-huh. So I think. I don't know. Yes. So I'm standing in the middle of the street. You're standing in the middle of the street? Not the smoking. street, but the middle of the sidewalk. But, you know, city sidewalks are wider than normal residential sidewalks, right? So mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, now I don't have a hat on, right? You're standing, not sitting. I'm standing. I'm standing up. And uh, all of a sudden, I feel like. Drop, 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 drop. Oh. And just a pile of water comes crashing down on me. No. And a cup hits the ground. So somebody, I was like, what the, where did that come from? Somebody and co- I am covered. I'm wet. And I'm like. On your smoke break. And I'm like, oh, you know. And I look up. And I'm looking up at the L platform. I'm like, who the hell just did this? Yeah. You know. Somebody just drenched you. And then I'm like, you can't be like, you know, part of me was like, if I catch this person, I'm, 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 I'm hammering them. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. now nah, I get arrested in the city of Chicago. You can't do that. You know, Bill, you know what? But, what if that guy who asked you for your cigarette was Jesus? I don't, well, you know, I don't think he was. And he but, said, you will not be blessed. And, and then, then he I was, and you went, ah, ha, ha, Jesus, hey, here's my cigarette. It's COVID, you know? And then you walked and you went out for a cigarette later and, and then kaboomski. I don't know, but it was bizarre. Yeah, who, oh, Mike has a point. Who's the girl with Jesus? Um, Mary Magdalene? They're just Jesus and Mary Magdalene are walking around on the street together? Sounds about right. Bumming squares off yeah. people. Yeah. That's how you know. You get to heaven years later. <laughs> St. Peter goes, you remember this? Pulls out his iPhone and goes, remember this guy? <laughs> yeah. Take a look over your shoulders sitting up on the throne right there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. It was a McDonald's cup. You know, I picked up. Oh, no, it was a Dunkin' cup. It was a uh, Dunkin' Donuts cup. So I looked and I was like, oh, there's a McDonald's there. Where's the Dunkin'? You know, I'm like trying to do my. And then I'm like, I'm never going to catch who did this. And then I'm thinking, probably somebody who lives upstairs. Yeah. You know, um, where they just do this gag all the time. Yeah. What know, was the like, liquid? Mike has a great water. Question. I thought it was piss. Yeah. And I, <laughs> when it first hit me, I was like, ah, you know? <laughs> I'm going to kill somebody, you know? Oh, yeah. So oh, whoever did it, you guys, you start smelling your clothes? And go, yeah. What is this? I was like, touch the top of my head. I'm like, you know? Yeah. Like, finger sniffing. Like, is it, is it piss? You know, I'm like, no, it's just water. If it was piss, I would have, you know. And I, I walked into the restaurant, and I'm like, somebody just dumped a bottle of thick of water. They were like, what? You know, oh, like, yeah, they didn't. They are all drinking. They couldn't believe it. You know, I was waiting for someone to be laughing their butt off that saw it. Yeah, was and, some yeah my, was someone like peering over the edge of their balcony and it, just strategically dropping it? Dropped it, it would have had to have been if you threw it off the L track, you would have had to have had like incredible trajectory to get it to land on your on, head on top of my head. Mm-hmm. And nobody walked past me. 
It was the strangest thing. And then I'm like looking up and I'm like, did that come out of one mm-hmm. the, the window of the building that I'm standing in front of that the restaurant is on the first floor? You know, I'm like, did that come from up there? Yes. It was so bizarre. On the next episode of Touched by an Angel. <laughs> yeah, Unsolved Mysteries. A cigarette man and a human. Oh, maybe the oh, Mike has a great man. night. Could have been a humanoid that threw that, that thing at you. <laughs> maybe that guy who asked you for the cigarette was really a humanoid bat. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, walked, he was flying above later yeah, on. And he just walked around the corner and he just, all of a sudden he took his sport coat off like Travolta in that angel movie that he was in. And I forgot I, that Travolta was an angel. Yeah, he's been an angel his entire career. Is he now? Yes. What was the big movie? Uh, there was a song in that movie that he's uh, also a very, very, oh, very large. Uh, he's a big booster at Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah, Michael Academy. was the name of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, Michael. When I die and they lay me to rest, you know, I think that was Spirit of, in the Sky. I think that was part of. Uh, there was a scene maybe in Michael where he was dancing to yeah, that. Yeah, get back to the humanoid. Let's not deviate into <laughs> Travolta, old Travolta films where he has wings. I was just throwing it out there as a reference. And, you, and hair. You start. Oh yeah, he's got hair in it. Yeah. You know, there's no bald angels. <laughs> yes, there are. How do you know? You know any bald angels? Me. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of bald angels. Mm. Bald angels. <laughs> That's interesting. That sounds like an app of some kind, you know? Sure. Right? You know? You wouldn't believe it. My, she's a nymphomaniac. I met her on bald angels. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm in puffs. Yeah. I'm at my shift. Yeah, right. Talking to the Kindle. I'm asking him if he wants any more Pepsi. Yeah. Unbelievable. So yeah, that was the that was the end, the end of my evening. It could have been the humanoid. Um, yeah, it definitely is. could have been. It's tis the season for humanoids in Chicago. It's yeah, the fall through. season. Humanoids are big in the fall. We hear absolutely because yeah. they can fly and 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 mesh in. You know, I wasn't far actually, probably from uh, Daly College, where I think where they spotted one of the first humanoids uh, in that report that we did years ago on that in that article we read. I think. You remember somebody right. said they reported seeing one. Yeah, there's there's a, there is a supposed humanoid in the South Loop somewhere. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, and he's so. a, obviously he's a traveler that bums cigarettes that looks like Travolta from Michael. <laughs> he did not look like Travolta from Michael. What no. did he look like? Can you give me some features. Um, you know, was he I, handsome? You have nice uh, teeth. No, no, he was probably in his mid twenties. Um, and he looked like at any moment he could probably want to club me over the head if he wanted. Also, oh, he looked menacing. He, menacing after the cigarette wasn't offered, they were like kind of like. Pushy, because uh, you make him sound like he's more hippie. Is he more hippie, or is he more like, hey, Eminem? You know, has been on the street for a couple weeks. He was, um, hey, can I get one of your sh- your smokes? Oh, okay. You know, and then it was like, okay, smokes. Um, no, if he had said square, I mean, I said, oh, whatever. Do I was people, pl- do, do, when people bump cigarettes off you, if they use a, a certain lingo, mm. does that make it more appealing to you? You mean, does it make me want to give them a cigarette yeah. more? No, yeah. not at okay. all. No. All right. um, I am going to play a song. It's in really? honor. Yeah, it's in honor of our visit to Lou Diamond Phillips Academy today, um, mm-hmm. looking at boarding schools. It's from Rushmore. It's the Rolling Stones doing I Am Waiting. I am waiting. I am waiting. Waiting for 
I like that one. I love that it's on, song. It's off of Aftermath mm-hmm. is uh, the album that it's on. When I saw Rushmore for the first time, I had never heard that Stone song before, and I was tickled by it. Now, oh, yeah. Yes, and now it always takes me back to uh, boarding school memories I never had. <laughs> it's quite the it's quite the film, Rushmore, yeah. It is, and that was quite the experience <clears throat> Experience tonight was going, taking my daughter out there to check that out. Mm-hmm. She has no frame of reference. She's like, I've never seen any of these movies that you're referencing, and I was like, oh. Guess we have something to do this weekend, don't we? Yes, it's yeah. like it's me living. Vi- I've, I've tried not to do. I was like, I can't live vicariously for my daughter, you know, like because right. I'm like I'd be all over this, like because I've never done. I didn't get that experience, right? Yeah, you have one experience, and then later on, you're like, well, when I've done it differently, I wouldn't. I don't know, but I would definitely have liked to try this because you only get one shot at it. Yeah. Um. So. You know, and it's not an opportunity that was ever extended to me, but if Charlotte wanted to go for something like that, I'm like, you know, yeah, try it out. See see what happens. You never right. know. I mean, right. uh, I don't remember, like, you know, uh, if I had said something like that to mom or dad when we were growing up, like, hey, can I go to school? He'd be like, what are you, nuts? No. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Come on. We're no. You, that's too far away. I'd miss you too much. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Mike has a note. What did she think? Um, 
I don't know if I think she liked it, but I don't I don't know if she loved it. You know, I couldn't tell for, for per se. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that she likes the I. You know, I think she is thinking, oh, I'll miss my friends that I already have, or you know, yeah. I'll have to start over, new again and fresh. And um, but I do think that Charlotte, because she's gone away to camp every year, is well beyond her years uh, as far as. Uh, her her intellectual capacity is a little bit higher than some of the girls her age, I think, just because, and she's matured quicker because being away from home, you know, you all of a sudden you have to get responsible for things that you, you haven't been at home uh, mm. for. Um, and you grow up a little quicker, but that's good, you know? Um, and I think that she has a good blend of street smarts, kind of urban smarts and book smarts where uh, like... You know, kids who are street smart do well at boarding schools, I feel like, you know, like, and there's plenty of them, you know, like, there's this notion that they're not, right, because they're all from, like, you know, uppity places, and they have no concept of what the real world is, and they get shipped off to places like that. That wasn't what I saw today. What I saw today was, like, a really eclectic melting pot mix of people. That's good. Um, yeah. And I think I think Charlotte was kind of attracted to that in some way, where she was like, oh, wait, this is kind of neat. Like, this is a network that can be leveraged for the rest of my life in some way, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, yes, you're putting it together, you know? Yeah. Maybe you won't be playing Lucky Day when you're my age, <laughs> you know, at Puffs. Right. You know? Commenting be, on... Right, um, listening, listening to on the foul-mouth Pepsi, Pepsi vendor. You know? Yeah. Anyway, we're going to take a commercial break. Uh, we'll be back after these. Chicago Southsiders have always known where to get the best pizza on earth. Fox's Pizza. For over a half century, the Fox family has been creating that delicious thin crust za that your mouth will tell you, this can only be Fox's. It's a Chicago Beverly neighborhood institution at 99th and Western, as well as in South Suburban Orland Park, where they combine delicious food with an Irish pub ambiance. Fox's is owned by Tom and Frank Fox, whose parents, Frank and Therese, bought the Western Avenue location from Al Capone's sister back in 1964. The Fox family opened the doors to their Orland Park location in 1973 at 143rd and Ravinia Avenue. Chicagoans will recognize the stone turrets of their Irish castle, where great times have been celebrated for generations. Fox's is perfect for the whole family. Pick up or delivery. Or you can dine in, relax, and have a cocktail with your dinner. Whether it's steak, ribs, chicken, or especially pizza, it's all good. Having a party? Fox's also does catering. Call Foxes in Chicago's Beverly neighborhood at 773-239-3212 or in South Suburban Orland Park at 708-349-2111. Mention this show for a free toothpick. With a history going all the way back to 1896, the International Union of Operating Engineers has continued to protect workers and their families with loyalty and brotherhood. Local 150 has continued to thrive through economic booms and busts with careful training and aggressive organizing. Under the leadership of President and Business Manager Jim Sweeney, Local 150 has implemented programs and action plans to create work, protect benefits, and keep members working. And they've been helping the Irish American community of Chicagoland for just as long. The Hibernian Radio Show is proud to be associated with Jim Sweeney and Local 150 and we salute the continuing efforts of the International Union of Operating Engineers and their support of Irish and Irish-American families now and in the future. Thanks to Local 150. 
Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with the day-to-day -day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers is price competitive and still offers the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all the corporate garbage, call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste recycling and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630-261-0400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Don't touch that dial. The Hoolies Hoolie returns in just a moment. Hey, listeners, I know we don't talk about finance much on this show, outside maybe the amazing Bitcoin the musical, which we currently have in development. But I do want to take a moment and tell you about two brothers who make this show possible and why you should consider having an honest conversation with them about the future of your finances. Mike and Dan Madden are the brains behind Madden Funds. They've been lifelong friends to Bill Clay and me, and we entrust the Maddens with our money and the precious donations of our listeners so we don't let outrageous ideas get the best of us. And you should, too. Do yourself a favor and reach out to Dan or Mike Madden today to book a consultation on the future of your finances. If you have questions about your financial future or current situation, give them a call. The number is 708-848-3200. Again, that number is 708-848-3200. Or you can visit their website, Madden Funds, at www.maddenfunds.com. Again, www.maddenfunds.com. On the Death Walker Saloons that decorate Western Avenue, only the Cork and Carry Irish Pub, the soul of Beverly, sits right on a 50-yard line of Chicago's Southside Irish St. Patrick's Day Parade at 106th and Western. Generations of Southside Irish have quenched their thirst in the Cork, snuggling up to memories of family faith and fierce loyalty to friends. It's the jewel of this neighborhood where we celebrated weddings, christenings, wakes, and unforgettable victories. Proprietors Bill Guidi and Mike Fitzpatrick, now celebrating 20 years in business, welcome you home for a cold brew to share a good story or help you throw one hell of a party. With over 20 beers on tap and a full bar for your pleasure, this is the spot you can sink a root and get your Irish on. Cork has plenty of seating, from our private event rooms to our 300-person beer garden. Our interior space brings you back to the homeland of Ireland with our vintage photos and authentic Irish decor and Chicago memories of the good old days. So say hello to a stranger, make a new friend, fall in love, or just enjoy the company of people you forgot you knew. The Cork and Kerry continues the Southside tradition parents and grandparents brought here from the old country. Come on by the Cork and Kerry and get some. The Cork and Carry Irish Pub, 10614 Southwestern Avenue, for private parties, just pals hanging out, or intimate cocktail rendezvous. Come on home to the south side of Chicago at the Cork and Carry. Welcome back, everybody. Fourth quarter of the program. Oh. Yes. Getting ready to have a high school student soon. Hopefully she'll be getting that full ride scholarship to Lou Diamond Phillips Academy. <laughs> it's also IHSA semifinal weekend, too. It is coming up. Is it semi or quarterfinals this weekend? This is it. Next weekend is the finals. Well, Thanksgiving weekend is always the final. Oh, no. No. Quarter it's quarterfinals, final. Billy. Wow, it's a long journey to state, isn't it? I thought mm -hmm. it was. And our beloved alma mater, Mount Carmel, still, still undefeated. I think a lot of the Catholic schools are still alive. And they're playing Brother Rice. Yeah, big game. Huge rivalry yeah. game. Uh, and it's going to sting for whoever loses that one. Sure, absolutely. Immensely. Yeah. Uh, I believe Carmel already knocked. 
Rice beat us last year. Yep. And, you know, so maybe it's a revenge game. Yeah. I'll be rooting for the, the, the men of Carmel, obviously. Right, right. But yeah, it is. It, are you geeking out over high school football again? No. Nah, you know, I watched it. I watched the game last weekend, but I couldn't stream it. Like, I had a problem. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, I always get geeked out. Thanksgiving Day week, Thanksgiving weekend to me is, like, it's cool to watch the high school football games, a couple of... Uh, you know, um, college championship games. Isn't it amazing how, I mean, we're already halfway through November. I feel like I Halloween, know, I was we like, haven't holy gotten, smokes. We like, haven't gotten the, uh, I'm st- the Christmas lights are out now, you know? Yep. Like, I'm like, holy smokes, like, this is moving way too quickly for mm-hmm. me. That's why when I, like, I all of a sudden it dawned on me, like, you know, it's like it's entrance exam time for kids going into high school. I was like, holy smokes, this year's going by quick. Yeah. I had parent-teacher conferences this week. Uh-huh. They were done over Zoom. It was weird for me, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, I wanted it to go in person, but you know, my wife's like, "No, no, no, we're gonna do Zoom." And I was like, "Oh, all right." And I just don't feel like you have that connection with the teacher over Zoom, you know, where, they, where you could kind of get to know them and vibe them out, and right, um, you know, because that's my specialty. I like to vibe people out, you know, Bill. Yeah. What do you see on the phone there? I have this app, and I was going to talk like how about I it. I can go off to Mike. I can go off tangents in the show, and Bill just starts looking at his phone. You mean when while I get I'm bored with what you're saying? Yeah, um, apparently. I have this app uh, that I've been trying to download probably since the summer. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was doing wrong. I finally like undownloaded it and then re-downloaded it, and it finally worked for me. Yes. Have you heard of this Citizen app? That's oh yeah, in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh I wow, have. this is incredible. Um, where it alerts you to like just all the police activity all going the police on, activity like users and everybody can like report on this, so you can kind of see within you know a mile and a half radius of exactly what's going on, and then you could look at the whole city. I mean, like these are like all dots of police activity that are going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what you're looking at while I'm speaking of my Lou Diamond Phillips Academy experience. Well, you know. I was thinking about maybe, maybe, because you can report on this stuff. I should have reported a bucket of water dumped on my head on Wabash. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Mike, what's the police code for drenching? Yeah. I should have been like, okay, what's the... I didn't give somebody a cigarette, and then uh, water was dumped on my head. Can we report that on the citizen app? I, you know, it's funny that you mentioned the water getting poured <laughs> on your head. I saw a picture. I was watching a video thing the other day of Bill Gates getting pied in the face. Oh, that'd be fun. It's wildly entertaining to watch. Yeah. Uh, he's so startled by the guy. The guy hits him so hard <laughs> that his body like goes backwards. He's like, ah! You know, it's oh, like a, a good whack? Oh, it's like a bird hitting a windshield, you know? It's like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, and it's shocking when it happens, but uh, I can't like. There might be a code. There's probably a code of some kind for people that do that, like drenching. Police code for drenching. I've always thought it was funny, like the guy. Like, I wonder what the penalty is for the guy who pied Gates in the face was. If there is a penalty for like what the fine is, you know, like because you could really? make well if I was but wait when you said when Gates gets hit in the face with the pie was that like at a charity thing or was it no like, he was like walking in to like ring the bell on Wall Street or something and like <laughs> oh some guy had it ready yeah like some guy was like just waiting in the crowd and all of a sudden when Gates got close he just slammed him in the face with a pie you know wow I did not that know but that, that often ever happened. often these kinds of people have to get closer. Uh, you know, they have to get close to the celebrity. Mike has it pulled up right now. Oh, Look yeah. At oh, yeah. It's a, it's an old clip of Dan Rather. Oh, here we go. He's about to get slapped. Yeah, and didn't Rather have that happen to him, too? What's the frequency, Kenneth? 
Oh, maybe he did. Oh, Rather got hit with he got pie. No, he, oh, he got he beat got, up. He got crushed with that pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look how hard Gates gets hit with that pie. He's not going to be singing the corn song after that happens. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That looks like it happened in like the late '80s, though. Yeah, because Gates is wearing a suit in the picture. You don't see Gates in too many suits. Oh, and, the, and then it happened again. Oh, after God, he's walking away. There, oh, there's numerous people pieing him. Yeah, it's not just one. I wonder what the penalty is for the for like being the guy who does the pies, like because assault. Is, but like, it would be assault. But the guy doesn't go to jail for something like that. You could go to a jail for assault like that, I would imagine, if if Gates wanted to press charges. I mean, you might not serve any real time. But, but that kind of stunt over the years has happened to many, many different celebrities, including it happened to you. You had water dumped on you. Yeah. Maybe right? the guy had heard this show before and was like, oh, that's that bald guy from the Hoolies Hoolie. Yes. Time to pound him. Time to, well, that didn't come out right. With yes, water. With water, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, but yes, I, I'm just I'm thinking what the penalty is because I'm wondering if you could like you could be a professional pie guy, you know, like where it's like oh you know next week I'm gonna pie Jose Abreu, and then I'm gonna if pie, you pied Jose Abreu he'd knock your teeth out. He we, he might you know there's always the risk of that you know okay there's no there's no reason why people get that happen you right. know like Musk is due for a pie in the face <laughs> yeah, you know like right he's gonna get one coming soon. Right. Um, it Trump has probably been pied many times. All right, but sure. but you know they're just like, but it doesn't get televised that often. But there's a guy out there doing it. Right? Sure, we need to do a poll on who's been pied before. I want to speak to a legal uh, entity and to find find out what the exact penalty is. Like, do these guys? You know, I mean, with with the new law here in Chicago coming out, you know, yeah. at the end of the year, maybe you don't get detained after you pie somebody. <laughs> right, you know? with the no cash bail or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, we can right. just go around pieing people. We can we can start a pieing celebrities business where we just pie celebrities and we and we make videos on YouTube of it, and then we get out of jail for free. Right, a couple hours later. And then and we're the, pieing again by you and know, then the, and, and then <laughs> and then the videos make millions of dollars. On yeah. ad revenue, and we're the Pie Boys, the Pie Boys, the the, the South Side Pie Boys, <laughs> the nasty South Side Pie Boys, right? Oh boy! And you just show up at events and pie celebrities that are coming. And you know what Chicago. our you know what our symbol is? What's the our mathematical sim symbol for pie? Oh yeah, Pie Boys. Right, but with a Chicago flag. Behind <laughs> yeah, it. we got great. We got great gear. Yeah, we, we got sell great yeah, merch. Great, great merch. Pie Boys. <laughs> Go to pieboys.com. Sure. Today. Yeah. Anyways, we're it's, at the it's end. That time. That's a, see, it, it, the whole show we had to get through filthy puffs and uh, the disgusting Pepsi vendor. We had to get through Lou Diamond Phillips Academy visit. We you know and we talked a little f Justin Fields and football, uh, Catholic League high school football again, right, right, right. and then pies in the face. And you know what? It all comes full circle. And then we come up with the brilliant idea of Pie Boys. Yeah. And there it is. And that's how, you know, that's why improv's a beautiful thing, everybody. That's been the show. We're at our end. I want to thank our sponsors. That's the Cork and Carry Irish Pub out in Beverly and Bridgeport, Fox's Beverly Pizza, Flood Brothers Disposal, Madden Funds, and Guinness Irish Stout. If you've enjoyed the show, you can find archives if you go to hibernianradio.org, or you can search for the show at iTunes. Hoolies Hooli. Closing out the show with The Who off the Rushmore, uh, Rushmore soundtrack. This is them doing a quick one. Until next week. Bye. has been gone for nigh on a year. He was due home yesterday, but he ain't here.